Welcome to the Hook and Ladder Podcast Conference Tournament Megapod. It's finally March, baby. Best time of the year with Colin O'Donnell. I'm Justin Santu. We're going to have a special guest today to break down the Big Ten Tournament. One of our good friends and a, a Michigan stan, Jake Sabiri. He'll be joining us a little bit later. But, Colin, we got quite the show prepared today. We're going to go through all the power conferences, some of the high-profile mid-majors. We're going to give um, our picks for... Value picks, basically, our bets on who we think are going, who we think is going to win the tournaments, uh, sleepers, long shots to look out for, and um, how the favorites look heading into the into the conference tournament. How are you? What's going on? It's good to be here. It's good to be March, man. Uh, been waiting for this for a while. Ever since last year, we had this uh, stolen from us. We now are back in Champs Week, and it is good to be back. It is certainly good to be back. The ACC tournament starts tomorrow um, with some of the, the games between all the crappy teams, like Notre Dame. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, Mr. Rucker's guy gets a big win in overtime <laughs> against Minnesota, and now he's feeling himself. Hey, man. Win's a win is a win is a win. Uh, now we're into one-game seasons. All right, this should be a lot of fun. Um, we're going to start in the ACC. Let's just, let's just do it. Uh, ACC, the top seed is Virginia. The second seed is Florida State. Weird year in the ACC. We don't really know, like, how deep they are. They've had some teams that have shown to be pretty good at times that, I don't know, we're not so sure about. Like, Clemson's flashed. North Carolina's flashed. Georgia Tech's been hot recently. Um, what are you looking at as a whole heading into the ACC tournament? So, I think there's a couple things, like, to watch out for here in the ACC tournament. I think... It's a pretty wide-open tournament, I yeah. think, more than the ACC has been in a while. I think there's a lot of, There's a lot of teams in the ACC that are on bubble. Like, they're right on the bubble, and they're going to be, like, high-profile teams, too. And they're going to be coming guns a-blazing for the tournament. They're kind of building for this. There's not a lot of teams that I think are going to be taking this tournament likely, which, lightly, which means it's going to be extra... It's going to be an extra good tournament... I think, uh, I mean, should we, should we get right into it? Should we? So, yeah, so um, Florida State's the favorite. Um, they've been the best team in the ACC all year, and I think, I think if you look at the ACC, I think there's, only, there's really only one team in this conference that I could see making a run to the Final Four, and that's Florida State, right? Do you, are you a believer in Virginia also? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Florida State's the best team in the ACC. I think if Virginia got a favorable draw, it's possible. Okay. But uh, yeah, I would I would say Florida State is is the best team in this conference. Although you don't don't want to sleep on uh, Tony Bennett and Virginia. I think they, I think Elite Eight's probably their ceiling. Yeah, I, I agree. They they don't defend at the same level. Uh, they. They, they do defend the though. They, not they, at the same. No, level. not at the same level. But their offense is pretty good and. Even when they're like adjusted D on Ken Palm is thirty one. When I was watching them against Louisville, it was once they got that lead. Even though they're not that great of a defensive team, it just they make you work for everything. And if you don't have somebody that consistently get you a bucket, you get into trouble. Yeah, and I, that that's where they run into problems. Um, I think you know actually before we even get into this, I forgot to mention we had a great weekend. Um, we both went five and two on Saturday on our yes. picks on the pod. Split the uh, split the head-to-head. Two and one on consensus plays. Consensus plays record now up to twenty-five and sixteen. Follow us on the Twitter. Is it, is it twenty-six now after Michigan State? I had Michigan State made it twenty-five. Okay, 
25 and 16. Uh, follow us on Twitter for all of our, our daily consensus plays. There may be multiple coming up. Uh, who knows? So what we're going to do, and we'll start with the ACC, is we're going to give, before we even give our plays, let's look at some sleepers, right? Who is under the radar going into the ACC tournament that people may not be talking about? Um, and I think you made a really interesting point. You talked about bubble teams, right? Louisville's kind of on the bubble, right? North Carolina's on the right side of the bubble. They're probably locked in. Georgia Tech's probably locked in as well. Um, Syracuse and NC State are on the bubble also. People don't really realize that. They play each other in the first game. And I think the winner of that game is super live to make a run. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I think... I don't think this is really low profile because I think a lot of people are keyed into it just because of the brand name. Yeah. But, uh... I think Duke is very live to uh, to make a little bit they of a done. run. <clears throat> they they no, done. No, they're no, kaputs, no, Colin. No, they're not. They're not. They they've got a nice matchup with Boston College first, and then Louisville, who's going to be desperate, but Louisville was beatable, and then Florida State, who is good as we talked about. But I mean, how locked in is Florida State going to be here? I wouldn't be surprised if Duke. Made a run. I also wouldn't be surprised if they got blown out by Louisville in the second game. I would be surprised if they lost to Boston College. Though. Yeah, well, Boston College is a train wreck disaster these days. Um, so, do you have any long shots? Is there a so, Cinderella story coming coming through this 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 uh, ACC tournament? There's actually. So, I think this is. I think we talked about this. I think this is the conference to have your most long shots. I mean, you mentioned Syracuse, NC State. I really don't think either of those teams could get it done. Yep. Um, I am going to take Georgia Tech as a long shot. I guess they're, what are they, 1,000? Yes, 10-1. Yeah. 10-1, uh, plus 1,300 on points back. That is somebody I'm going to play because I think that... 13-1, so you'll get, you got 13-1. Yeah. The top half of the bracket, I think, is significantly weaker okay. than the bottom half. I think there's... Just because of Virginia versus Florida State, right? In your opinion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well... I, right. I mean, it's more. There's more to it than that because, like, if you think about, I, I also think I think North Carolina yes. is a very good team. I think Duke is is very like they're going to be hungry. I think Louisville is going to be especially hungry. I think Florida State's the best team. I think Notre Dame. It's possible to beat teams with their offense. Um, and Virginia Tech, I'm not really sold on. But besides that, I agree. The Florida State, North Carolina, Louisville triumvirate is uh, a little more yeah. intimidating than than Virginia. Clemson and um, NC State Syracuse. No, yeah, yeah. Right, so I think point. I think if I can get Georgia Tech to the championship game, I'm gonna hedge and I'm gonna be happy to take my money. Um, I wouldn't hate making some other long shot plays. I thought about this actually was taking a Notre Dame long shot. The problem is the matchup is that after Wake Forest. They're running into North Carolina, which is just a bad matchup for Notre Dame. They're going to get bullied inside. And, I mean, you saw against Florida State, they can beat anybody in the ACC if they're hot enough. They don't have depth, though, so that's going to be a, a big issue going back-to-back-to-back to back to back yeah. in games. So yeah. I, I wouldn't advise it, but I wouldn't hate it. I think Duke, I mentioned, I don't hate that play either. I wouldn't take Louisville I honestly kind of like North Carolina. Yeah, the 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 problem is so do the sports books, and they're, they they yeah, don't want is, 
Where where are we? What's North? Oh, so North Carolina's plus four fifty. Yeah. So so and that's the best number you're gonna get on North Carolina. Yeah, that's um, actually pretty disgusting. Well, so the books are keyed into it, right? And there are a couple factors. Obviously, North Carolina's playing well. I think blowing out Duke was like a wow. Yeah. You yeah. know, the other thing is. Virginia Tech, we don't. They're a huge question mark because they, they're coming back from COVID. Yeah, that I mean, could be. That game could be. I, I, like I mean, North Carolina is probably going to be favored. Or yeah, they'll definitely be favored over Virginia Tech. Even if the game is played, like that's another. Factor. Oh, you think that the, there's a? Is that not on the table? Virginia Tech just had a game COVIDed last week. I would. I at, mean, at I would quiz, be surprised. Not, I would be surprised too, but that is de- the, It is not a zero percent chance. If if there's any team to have a game canceled, yeah, it's Virginia Tech. That's most likely it's Virginia Tech, just because of. They haven't been practicing. Yeah. Like they're, they've got COVID right now. I agree with that. And I, North Carolina is not the team I want to I wanna get in front of. Um, so you like Georgia Tech. I think targeting teams that are opposite, that are on the other, other side, side of the bracket, yeah. is definitely the way to go. Because um, Virginia is, even, even though Virginia is the number one team in the conference, seeding-wise, in, in the standings, they're less intimidating than Virginia than Florida State. Oh, they 100% are. And the other thing you want to think about here is Virginia locked up the ACC regular season tournament. It's very rare for teams to win not only the regular season championship, but also to win the tournament championship. It doesn't happen a lot. And a lot of the times it's because they're content. Virginia is content with that win. They're right. getting ready for the NCAA right. tournament. Um, right, conference tournaments are, are basically glorified scrimmages for a lot of these top teams. Right? Yes, unless unless you didn't win. So Florida State, yeah. who choked away a chance to win the ACC regular season, yeah. they're going to want this, especially because I don't know the last time Florida State won the ACC championship. I actually think it was relatively recent, like within the last half decade. I don't think so. Okay. I, I, I think it has to be before 2015. That's possible. Um... I like your thinking. Uh, you like Georgia Tech plus thirteen hundred. Yes. Is that your only play in this ACC tournament, or do you have anything else that you like? Mm, so, I'm gonna take Florida State at plus. What do we get? Two sixty. Yep. Two sixty also, and that's kind of so I have two sides going into the championship. Okay. Um, also, I just think Florida State is going to be. They're going to want to win this, which is, I don't know if it's rare for the best team in the conference, but it's definitely not like, when they're not, they're not the, you're getting decent value at plus 260. It's not great value, but it's, 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 it's not like you're minus on a, on a conference tournament, which is just disgusting and not something I want to touch. Yep. And I mean, the fact is, I think they're the best team that, in the, in the, in the, ACC. So if they're gonna if they're gonna win it, and I can get at plus two sixty, it's pretty good odds. And then if they can get to the championship, I can hedge in that game, and I can make money on the ACC, which is, I mean, I feel like is there, there's a pretty solid chance Florida State is going to be in the ACC championship game. Yeah, um, I don't hate it. Not my style though to go towards the top of the board. Um, so I will not be on Florida State. I like your idea with Georgia Tech. Uh, I'm going to go one further, and I'm going to take Clemson as my play at plus 2,500. So here's why I, why I like Clemson. I think they are the best defensive team in the ACC, um, right there with Virginia. They are deep, like super deep, and I think that that's a factor. 
Oh, it is definitely definitely is a factor. So let me get the exact stat on Clemson because this is kind of wild. Um, and you talk about teams that like here's the here's the one issue really with Clemson is they tend to be offensively challenged, but that is mitigated by their defense and the fact that they are so deep and so versatile. Um, they play basically. Let me let me get the official count here: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 8, 9, 10, 11. 11 guys all play 10 minutes or more per game for them. That That's one I wanted to mention this for Florida State. I forgot to. Florida State yep. always plays about 10, 11 deep, and that's a very big advantage come tournament time because they will be rested. Um, yeah, I also like your Clemson pick Yeah, I, because go ahead. the Pitt-Miami matchup sure. I think is a very weak matchup of all these. I think Louisville's going to have to extend to N- energy to beat Duke. I think North Carolina is going to have to take a lot of energy to beat Notre Dame. I think Clemson can kind of cruise through a Miami Pitt game. I agree. And so then it becomes a Clemson versus Georgia Tech play. Um, and I think I think Clemson's better than Georgia Tech. Uh, obviously, Georgia has been playing well. These two teams split when they played each other in the regular season. Um, I like Clemson a little bit better as a team going forward just because I think they're a little bit better defensively, a little deeper. And uh, I think that they have enough three-point shooting with Nick Honor and Alamir Dawes to really – make life difficult um at 25 to 1 i think that's a really good number on clemson um so that's my my pick i like their defense i like their depth uh and they've got good guards that can get going at the right time um so yeah that's clemson 20 i I feel like people weren't really looking at that one but i think that's an interesting number and good value on the tigers thoughts i mean i like i like the matchup I, I mean, we, we pretty much agree we're both going on the opposite side of Virginia here. Right. I will say, let me, I will add this, and I'm not giving this out on the pod, but I did play Georgia Tech 25-1 to 1 a week and a half ago as well. So I do have both. So it's a little Georgia. bit of a hedge. It's a, it is, I mean, yes and no. Like, I, I, I like them both. And the other thing is, if Clemson gets through the first round, then it basically comes down to, if I have both Clemson and Georgia Tech, can they beat Virginia, whoever wins that game? If they beat Virginia... I'm in. I'm My in problem mind. here yes. with Clemson yes. is not the uh, like I think the Clemson Georgia Tech game is is a is a pretty much a toss up. I would lean Georgia Tech, but I don't think it's that big of a difference. My problem with Clemson yeah. is I don't really think Clemson matches up very well with Virginia. Um, okay. I get like we're both agreeing pretty much that Virginia is a weak one seed in the ACC. I just think they're a better coach team, and when you go, when you have a team like Clemson, which can be offensively challenged, yeah, and you run into a team like Virginia, whose defense is solid yeah. this year, not not what it used to be, but it's coached and taught on defense that can kind of exaggerate the problems a little bit more, which is something I would be wary of. That's fair. Um, do you think that there are any teams that are playing on the first day? that don't have any buys, that can make any kind of noise? Is it just Duke? I mean, I mentioned, I think Duke, I think Notre Dame can. But they'll run into a The problem is North Carolina. The, yeah. real, the real problem, if I, if you put Notre Dame in the Pitt-Miami game or the Duke-Boston College, I think they'd have a real shot at making, at making a run. Yeah, because I, I think they can beat Louisville. I think they can beat Clemson. Yeah. It, North Carolina is... One of the worst matchups for Notre Dame, and it's just not like there's not much you can do. They're going to get bullied inside, and the the other issue here is Notre Dame 
doesn't have any depth. So yep. if you get through North Carolina in a dog fight, you better hope Virginia Tech cancels. Yeah, I yeah, <laughs> um, I kind of agree with the sentiment. I think Duke actually has a chance to make some noise. Um, just the way the draw shakes out, right? They they should cruise past BC. They've lost two nail biters to Louisville. Yeah, right. Very winnable so game. Tall, yes, exactly. And then that's two games, and you're into the quarterfinals, and then who the hell knows? So I, I think we're both in agreement that Duke is. The one real long shot that could make some kind of wild noise, obviously, it's fucking Duke. Um, but I like where we're heads, where where our heads are at. Um, Colin, you've got Georgia Tech plus thirteen hundred and Florida State plus two sixty. I've got Clemson plus twenty five hundred, and that will put a bell on the ACC. Any other thoughts on the conference? Nope. Nope. Moving on. Big Ten. What was I? What? There was some website I was trying to pull up, but I can't remember what. All right, into the Big Ten. Um, let me move back out of our site, find the Big Ten futures, more odds. All right, here we go. Beery? You're up. Come join us for the Big Ten Conference. Wow, what an electric win. All right, Beery. 15 points, baby. We're in the finals. Beery is an alum of... Uh, Elon. Elon is into the finals. They're playing for a chance to go to the NCAA tournament. First ever appearance. Wow! I didn't realize that. Yeah, they're like six or seven seasons into the CAA, and they haven't made it to the con- to the championship once, and now they're going to have a chance. It's electricity. Beery, welcome to the pod. Long-time listener. First-time first time caller. <laughs> um, you're a huge Michigan fan. I am, yes. How long have you been a Michigan fan? I've been a Michigan fan from when I can remember. Um, I started off being a really big college football fan for Michigan. And as I became more adept at rooting for sports, I uh, joined the basketball bandwagon. This is a good year to be on the bandwagon. It's a great year to be on the bandwagon. Uh, This is a betting podcast. I know you've been rolling with the Michigan train quite a bit this season. They've been profitable for you? They have somewhat been profitable for me. Uh, The last... Three or four games. Um, they have covered once against Michigan State. They lost straight up against Michigan State the other day, and they lost straight up against Illinois um, when they were favored. So they, uh, in the beginning of the season, they definitely helped out, and then the COVID break happened. They came back kind of slow, um, but uh, toward the end of the season, they picked it back up, and uh, we're ready to go into the tournament. Do you believe that Michigan is as advertised as a as a uh, legit contender to go out and win the entire thing this year, not just a Big Ten tournament? Well, I think a big change in basketball that we've seen for the last like two or three years has been the three-point shot okay. and the value of big men that we have in not only NBA, but also in the NCAA. And Michigan's shooting, I think, around 38% from three, mm-hmm. which is top of their uh, second, second from the conference behind Iowa. Um, and also Hunter Dickinson, which... I'm very biased, but I think he's the Big Ten Rookie of the Year as well as the NCAA Rookie of the Year. He is. Uh, there's a big, Hands big down. case to be made for Kofi, but uh, or Coffee, but you know we'll see. Um, but I think that just having that, having that big man, um, as well as the three-point shooting from Isaiah Livers and as well as Franz Wagner and Mike Smith, the transfer from Columbia, mm-hmm. I think they have a big shot at making it pretty far this year. Beery has his notes, Colin. He's ready to. <laughs> yeah, he's ready to roll. <laughs> he ain't fucking around. Do you see this? Why is Michigan on FanDuel so minus 550. I don't, so I don't know what the hell this is. So I think this is kind of cracked out because I'm not getting any. If you go to FanDuel right now, you, I can't get any, any odds on Okay, so we'll just ignore the FanDuel ones. FanDuel ones. Yeah. On DraftKings, I saw they were plus 175. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what we're saying. We can, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what we're getting. All right, um, 
Michigan, Iowa, Illinois, and Ohio State are the favorites in the Big Ten Conference. Um, they've been four of the top teams in the country all season long. Uh, Beery, I'll start with you. What uh, what do you think separates them from the rest of the pack in the Big Ten? Um, like I said, I think that big men with a three-point shooting. I mean, okay. EJ Liddell, um, Luca Garza, yep. Kofi, Cockburn from Illinois. I think those guys are... The, Kofi, Kofi Coburn. Kofi Coburn, sorry. <laughs> it, does, it does look like... Uh... <laughs> it does, it does. Yes. Um, but they're the... The Cockburner. I, I think those guys um, are the difference makers, and you've seen yeah. it throughout the season, getting the rebounds, being the postman, having the pick and rolls being played throughout. Um, and also they have that second guy... Um, Illinois has uh, their leading scorer is Ayo Dusunamu. Ayo Dusunamu. Ayo Dusunamu. And uh, Michigan is Isaiah Livers, Franz yep. Wagner. Um, Iowa has uh, Joe Weiskamp and Jordan Bonahan. They lost Jack Nungie, which I think is a big loss for them in terms of the defensive side of the ball. But I think that they could, uh, with the best player in college basketball, in my opinion, Luke Garza and their team, I think that yep. they're the real deal. Um, and then Dwayne Washington from Ohio State rounds out the second scorers from the team. Um, I think those guys are, I think that, those would be the difference makers. And a little bit of a sidetrack, I like Purdue also. Okay. They're on a five-game winning streak coming into the season, uh, coming into the tournament. They're the four seed. Um, so they're going to play the winner of uh, Ohio State and whatever the Minnesota Northwestern game is. And I think that's going to be a really big matchup for them. Um, I think that Zach Eady being a freshman on their team, although he's been pretty good during the season, he's, ha- he's, he's all right. Um, I think that him being able to have a big game and a big tournament, putting with putting up the numbers that these other big men can could um, could have that it factor in the tournament for, for Purdue. Um, I don't disagree. I think Purdue's an interesting team. We'll get to them in a second. Um, Colin, the top four teams in the conference, what, why have they separated themselves in the Big Ten? What makes them so good? I mean, it's kind of a, a combination of things, yeah. right? I mean, you look at the Big Ten, and it's arguably the best conference in college basketball. I mean, you, some Big 12 fans would definitely argue with you about that. Um it's kind of been the consistency all year. Michigan has just, even after that long COVID pause, has just continued to be great. Illinois has been solid pretty much all year and then really turned it on late. Iowa, who went through a little bit of a uh, falling off, kind of got it back together. And Purdue kind of snuck into this fourth spot. This was Ohio State's fourth spot, and they have really fallen off. So now uh, Purdue... Kind of just the benefit of being solid all year has just kind of snuck their way in there. One thing I wanted to mention, though, I was, this was what I was trying to find before, which I think is an interesting angle yeah. to look at in yeah. the conference tournaments. Here. So we mentioned betting bubble teams, right? They're going to be coming out needing to win or teams that are just completely out of it and that have to win the tournament to make it. I think another interesting thing to look at is the 7 through 10 seeds. Those are teams that are going to have to face a one or two seed in the second round and have an incredibly tough matchup in the first round. Those teams are not going to be resting their starters for the NCAA tournament. They want to get out of that position. They want to get to a six seed or a five seed. So I think that might be something to look at. Um, that's fair. Uh, Illinois beat the shit out of Michigan last week. Have they overtaken, even though Michigan is the betting favorite to win the Big Ten tournament, and we're sticking on the favorites just a little bit, even though Michigan is the favorite to win the Big Ten tournament, has Illinois overtaken them as the best team in the conference? Barry, what do you think? 
I'm going to say no, but again, yeah. I'm biased. I think that... I agree with you. I think that that matchup with Iowa in the semifinals, if they make it there, is going to be a really big test to see if Illinois defensively can hold up against the big offensive teams. And one thing to point out is that Michigan State, if they beat Maryland, is going to have to play a third game against Michigan um, in the second round of the tournament. And, you know, they beat him straight up last time, and Tom Mizzou was very emotional after the game. And if he puts a, puts a light... To under those guys, uh, and hopefully they'll come out. But I think that just the fact that Michigan has such an all-around great team, they haven't suffered from injury this year. Most other teams in the conference have. I think that that going into the game, going into the tournament is going to be big, as well as Juwan Howard, which I think is the best coach of college basketball. He is certainly a candidate for the Coach of the Year award and a, a deserving one. He should be the Big Ten Coach of the Year. Um, let's talk value. Where do we see some value here? I'm going to give you who I think, uh, who I really like, actually. And I hate to, I hate to do this. Um, Are you going to say no, Rutgers? No, don't, we don't have Rutgers odds available. Um, it's a team that I've lost a shit ton of money on betting this season. Is it Ohio State? No. It's Wisconsin. It's Wisconsin. Oh, no. So here, let me, let me tell you why. I don't know what the deal is with Iowa in an injury situation, but, Colin, what, but Joe Wieskamp hurt himself last game. I don't know if we just can't... And it looked bad. Like, he, he went down in the first half, didn't come back. Um, I and Wisconsin's gotten swept by Iowa this season, but they nearly won outright at, on the road, right, at Iowa this past weekend. Wisconsin's got vets, right? Senior-laden team. What do we say about Iowa? Being a paper tiger because they don't defend. I think Iowa right? has convinced me. Okay. Their defense has definitely taken an uptick. I wouldn't say... They're not a team I would be looking to get bounced incredibly early unless this injury is severe. I think I kind of changed my opinion from them being a Sweet 16 team to being an Elite 8 team with this uptick. Because I think they've been, I think down the stretch here, they've actually been very impressive. Yeah, I'm not so sold. So here's why, here, that's, that's why I like Wisconsin, right? They're going to play the winner in Nebraska, Penn State. I mean, obviously it's going to be a tough game. Penn State's talented and Nebraska's are playing better. Um, if they do that, then they get to play Iowa. And I think that Wisconsin can beat Iowa. It wouldn't surprise me. Then they get into the semis, senior-laden team. I think it's 13-1, to 11-1. Is that what we're getting? There's even a 20-1 to 1 on BetMGM. 20-1 to 1 on Wisconsin. I think they're super live. It wouldn't surprise me if they made that kind of run. So that's my play in the Big Ten, Wisconsin 20-1. to 1. Beery, what do you think? I'm just thinking of what the time off for these big – the big four teams is going to do for their teams to rest up. Okay. You know, Michigan State is a team that has had to play for their lives for the last two weeks in order to make the tournament. Um, and I think they've done that. I think they deserve to be in the NCAA tournament. Um, and this conference tournament is going to be big for them to show that. Um, I think that Ohio State is a team that's kind of fallen off, like Colin said. But what is that going to do? They're going to have to play a back-to-back game against Purdue. Same with Wisconsin. They're going to have to play a back-to-back game against Iowa. It's coming off some injuries that might be able to come back by then. So I think that that is also a factor to think about is going into the second and third round of these games, what type of games are played over time, if they're going to be able to come back the next day and play against the big four, um, and we'll see how that happens. Kyle, what do you think? Yeah, so I kind of like Purdue. My problem with Purdue is I just don't think they're as good as the top teams in the uh, in the Big Ten, which is like – I think they're going to beat Ohio they're not, State. They're not better than I, the top teams. I think, I think they're going to beat Ohio State, but I, I struggle to see them beating Michigan in the next round, which gives me a lot of pause. I like Rutgers 
to beat Indiana, and I don't really think they can beat Illinois. My problem with Illinois is because that's the team. I think Illinois is going to win the Big Ten uh, tournament here. My problem is they've been, they've almost been too hot. You know, like yes, I do. I know exactly what you mean. Like this team hasn't. You got to peak at the right time. Yeah, I've already peaked. Like the Michigan game was kind of a backs against the wall, like no uh, coffee, and they kind of caught Michigan sleeping. Yeah. And then they go and beat Ohio State on the road. Like, that's a really good team. And I didn't get to watch that game. My buddy texted me that was that uh, Ohio State really fell apart. They they did. Ohio State is just not a mentally strong team. They're not a. They can't really get you a bucket in crunch time. And it's gonna be. I look at as Ohio State as a one and done team in the. Uh, I agree. In the NCAA. You do. You yeah. Agree. Yeah. I think that Ohio State doesn't have those pieces to make it all the way. Um, and I think they're also going to be an upset alert in the first round of the tournament. Yeah. Um, I think that looking at Dwayne Washington and the way that he's been able to shoot very well from the field as well as from three, yeah. um, his scoring is going to be the key for their success. And if he doesn't, you know, EJ Liddell is a big man in the paint. He's a great player. Um, but if he gets into foul trouble, there's really nobody else on that team to take over. If your scorer is, is cold, there's really nobody to step up for them. So I think that that's why Ohio State, in my opinion, is not going to go far in this tournament. Um, but also on value, I think that Illinois on DraftKings I'm seeing is plus 320. Yep. And I think that that, um, going on to what you guys were talking about, the hedging earlier, I think that that is a big play for that. So I think that they will be favorites against Michigan in the finals if they get there. Mm-hmm. Um, coming off of their big win against them last time, if they get there and they play Michigan again, Michigan value on the hedge. I don't hate it. Yeah, so... What do you have, Colin? I, 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 so, I've, I've broken it down. Yeah, I've got my... have done all the calculations. Yeah, in my head. Yeah, uh, you, you, my, you. my pick is, is honestly one I don't like to give out. Uh, I'm going with the favorite. I think my only play on this is going to be Michigan plus 175. Boo. I just think the... I think Boo. everything Colin. is kind of built for them to Boring. win this tournament. Uh, they've lost two out of three. They got that... They got jumped by Illinois. They, they really didn't see it coming, and they got beat bad. And then they had a tough back-to-back against Michigan State, who's fighting for the tournament lives. Now you're going to get Michigan State again. They're going to be angry. They're going to be ready. And this is, like, they've lost two out of three, so this is a team that wants to be going in. Yes, they're a one seed already, but they want to be going into the NCAA tournament on a high note. I think Michigan's a really good team, and that's possible. I like their draw a lot, too. I don't think Purdue or Ohio State can beat them. So I think that just sends you right to the finals. And if I was having problems, Illinois, I mentioned, has been peaking too much. I just think this is Michigan's tournament to lose. I'm getting plus value. If I need to have a play on this, it's got to be Michigan. Wow. I think, I mean, I think you guys are both seriously overlooking Ohio State. Like, seriously overlooked. This was a team that was a top-five team in the country. Yeah, for most I of watch, you're on, you're on, I've watched a ton of Ohio State. Yes. I, I'm aware. They, hit a, they, they went through a stretch where they made everything they looked at. They don't. They're not great defensively. I I get it. They're still a really good basketball team. There's just no way they beat Michigan. Yeah. I totally disagree with that. How can you make that statement when Michigan needed to have like a, a lights out shooting game to beat them at Ohio State in the game that went down to the wire? I mean, when you were at Ohio State coming off those wins, they were hot in the beginning of the season. Michigan coming off of the break, and then all of a sudden, Michigan just utterly dominated on the offensive end. I know that they weren't able to handle it defensively against Ohio State, but if you can't defend. 
you're not going to win. Yeah, and, I think that's the, and I think that's one one piece of their team that really has struggled over the last few weeks. And if they turn around, then they have a chance. But going against uh, going against Minnesota Northwestern, playing a game, and then having to go against Purdue, who's on who's been hot as well, and then having to go against Michigan, I just can't see them winning all of those games. Yeah, I mean we we've been we've been ragging on Iowa right for their not playing defense. If we're looking at Ken Palm. And we're going by... Yes. Ohio State's just as bad defense. Ohio State is 19 spots worse. There you go. Iowa's at 61, and Ohio State is at 80. And Iowa is second in offense, and Ohio State is four in offense. It, I think a lot of the things we mentioned on Iowa come true for Ohio State. They just don't... And I, I, think, I think they're kind of broken. Like, I, I say this because they had... They lost three in a row, right? And you kind of... We were both on Ohio State for this reason. They had this... Like they should kind of, have won the game. Yes, they, they kind of had this come-together moment. They're at home. It's senior day. They've got a hot Illinois who's off of, like, jumping Michigan without the best player. And you kind of have that team not ready for you. And that's when you just got to beat them. And they're up in that game, and then they just can't score, and their defense just isn't able to stop anybody. And that, that just, like, that worries me a lot. I also... Don't like the matchup of just a solid Purdue team in the second round. Like Purdue's Purdue's beaten Ohio State twice. This yes, season. and Purdue's solid all around. Like that's a that's a that's a problem. They're not they're not great in any one area. I think they're nineteen and twenty two adjusted O adjusted D. So they're right right in the middle right there. And that's a team that if you're a broken Ohio State team, there's nothing that's like they're not going to let you into that game either way. You're going to have to beat them, and they're capable of beating them. They can be a better team than Purdue. But that's who do you think is better, Ohio State or Purdue? Just I mean, blank. like talent-wise, or like, like who do you think is the better team? Not even talent-wise. Who do you think is the better team? It's it's tough. It's tough for me to say Purdue here because so it, then it, am, am I? Is that question basically nullifying your dumb argument or what? What that that Ohio State Ohio State's like, gonna have a hard time beating Purdue. Well, the, the the what I'm saying here is taking Ohio State outright. Mm-hmm. Look, I wouldn't be like a, just a path beating Purdue and then beating Michigan. And yes, and then and then the, winning. Everybody has that yes, problem. Yes, but I like I think that's Michigan. I think Michigan's path is easy. Okay, I don't think no Ohio's, shit. They're the number one yes, fucking team yes, in the yes, conference. Yes, but like it's it's significantly easier than Ohio State. Okay, Ohio State. I drop Ohio State for right, a second. All right. Let me ask you another question. Okay, drop Michigan for a second. Let's okay. get it. Obviously, Michigan has an easier path than Ohio State. Obviously, they're the yeah. number one team in the conference. Ohio State versus Wisconsin was an easier path. Ohio State versus Wisconsin? Like, take Ohio State's path and then look at Wisconsin's yeah, path. Yeah, because they're the now, same. I want you to answer this too, Barry. Who has the easier easier path? I'd say Wisconsin. Okay, I agree. Yeah, I agree with Wisconsin as well. I think okay. that them playing a close game against Iowa the other day, um, really unlucky with the with this horrible call by the refs, in my opinion. I Even agree. though I did have Iowa minus seven. <laughs> um, Wisconsin, I think that if they can catch fire from three like they did... Um, they're also they're also a team that I think is really complete, similar to a Purdue, where all around they're a really good team. And if you can catch fire against Iowa, and you just have to beat Illinois, and then you're going against and you're going right. to the finals, which is going to be tough. But I really think that Wisconsin is and a they, much easier path. The than other Wisconsin. thing about that, right? And let's not forget, Wisconsin was beating Michigan by 15 points when they played at, at the Coastal. Obviously, Michigan came back and collapsed. Michigan, a total collapse. Wisconsin totally collapsed, but Wisconsin knows that they can beat Michigan. So. Here, here's just going back to the Ohio State Purdue thing. Can't this believe is, how much I like Bucky right this now. This is this is the one. This is my one thing that yes. made it very difficult. Is so what is what's Ohio State? They're a three seed right now. 
They're the five seed. Oh, five. In, in terms of the NCAA tournament? Yeah, yeah. I would say they're still a two or three. Okay. If Ohio State is a three seed, right? Yes. Not a two. Yes. And Purdue is projected four. a four seed right now. I think I would be more confident in Purdue moving on than I would be Ohio State. Even though Ohio State may be the better team. Let me give you an alternative. Because I think they're more complete. Okay, in terms of being balanced offense and defense? Yes, which I think will lend them to not getting upset. Like okay. I think Ohio State can beat a better team than Purdue can beat, but I don't think Purdue will lose to a team that Ohio State could lose to. Okay, that's not. I don't think that's a terrible take. I mean, Northwestern fucking beat Ohio State. People forget that. Like That did happen. Um, you're talking about motivation in terms of seeding. What about Ohio State not wanting to lose three straight three times in a season to Purdue? Is that not a bigger motivation? I mean, it's a motivation, but they they had motivation to beat Illinois. They've lost four in a row. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, at at some point, there's motivation and there's just not think, being that great of a team. So I I think they are what they are. I think that regression has hit them both ways. They had incredibly positive regression, and that's why they were red hot. And I think that now they're in a bit of negative regression. Yeah. And they had a couple really close losses. Um, I agree, and that's the reason why I'm going to Wisconsin is because I don't see Ohio State getting past Michigan. Um, I agree with you guys, but I, I, I think Ohio State is totally lot Like I don't, I think they're get, I think they're better than Purdue. Like I think Ohio State at ten to one is a better bet than Purdue at seven to one. Like that's my opinion. Like that's that's basically. Yeah, I don't hate it. It's just the problem is I don't see either team getting by Michigan, which is why I have to take Michigan. Okay, and that's exactly why I'm taking Wisconsin. <laughs> All right, um, Beery, thank you for joining us for the Big Ten. Would you like to stay on for the rest? Not really. I'll stay up for the Big 12. Okay, you can stay up for the Big 12. I don't have any notes on that, but I'd love to talk about Baylor and the three-point shooting. Best three-point shooting team in the country. We're happy to have you. Happy to have this special guest. Um, let's let's uh, skip the Pac-12 America. It's all the way at the Big 12. Let's Big 12 is all the way at the bottom. Bang. All right. Um, Baylor, Kansas, one and two seeds. The way I look at this conference, Baylor, then... Kansas, Texas, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Oklahoma. You know what I mean? Like a mosh. Like it's Baylor. Like I don't see any difference. Like if you look at my power ratings, let me pull this up because I actually think this is pretty fascinating shit. My power ratings, I have, and this is this is the. This How is do you come up with your power ratings? All, all, all intuition, <laughs> all intuition, baby. Here's what I have. I've got Baylor as a 104, and then I've got. Where do you get these numbers from? What do you mean? It was starting on a, everybody started on a scale from from one to one hundred, and then you got upgraded and downgraded through fifty to one hundred, and then upgraded and downgraded throughout the season. More like sixty five to one hundred because it's supposed to, it's supposed to measure a spread. So like, basically, Gonzaga is the best in my power ratings. They're one hundred five. The worst team's a sixty five. I would have Gonzaga minus forty over the worst team on a neutral site. Bang. Okay. Baylor's a one hundred four, and then I've got Texas, West Virginia, Kansas, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma all between a ninety six and a half and a ninety four and a half. Like, that's why why they're so moshed together. Um, would you agree with that? I would. Okay. I think Kansas is a little bit overrated, in my I opinion. Agree. I took Kansas, minus 17, against um, UTEP, whatever they played, UTEP, 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 UTEP the other day. Theory. They looked terrible. <laughs> um, they looked terrible at the beginning they of the season, too. <laughs> um, I think that a good value pick here is Oklahoma State. I think they have the second best player in the country um, again um, with uh, Kate Cunningham. I think he's the most NBA ready player um, at, in college, and I think that that is going to be a big factor in what happens when you play in a conference tournament 
if you have somebody like Kate Cunningham who could totally take over a game like he did um, against Oklahoma twice and then playing well against Baylor as well, I think that that could be a separating factor that you have between a three and four team. Um, I also really like West Virginia. Um, I think that they played Baylor the best out of every other team in the Big 12 this year. Um, and I think that, that those two teams have good value. Okay, um, I'm going to spit on those on that opinion. Uh, I don't like that Oklahoma State or West Virginia would have to play Baylor in the second round instead of the championship. That's would scare the living shit out. Well, of me. so I'm just avoiding that entire top half of the bracket. So I agree. I actually I agree with Fury's take of yes. how good those teams are. I Fair. think Oklahoma State has thoroughly impressed me uh, recently. They, I can't believe this, they won. Uh, yeah, they, they won without, without Cade. And, uh, likely. But like, I, I, think they're, I actually think they're better. Better without Likely? Because he, he doesn't do shit. He just he doesn't shoot. They, what, the way Cade plays is like they need to surround him with three-point shooters. Like, okay, Cade is not James Harden. They're different players. But I think their value to their team is similar to the way Harden was with the Rockets. Ball in their hand. Create. Making plays for others. Shot maker can get his own, but his job is to create for others. Like, that's the way I look at Kate. Um, yes? I have a question for you about Please. this Oklahoma State and West Virginia playing Baylor. Do you think that with Baylor coming pretty hot off of their little COVID break, um, if West Virginia or Oklahoma State beat them, do you think that that would secure that team as probably going to win the conference tournament? If no. they beat Baylor? No. So you think coming off of a win against the best team in the country, argu- arguably the best team in the country... Going on against Texas Tech and Texas in the other half of the bracket, you don't think that that would be a play? Mm-hmm. No, what I actually, about you, Colin? I, I actually think I actually let me give you a, if one of those teams does beat Baylor, I would fade them in a goddamn nanosecond. In the <laughs> right? I mean, so how? I mean, how hard do you think it is to get to, to, to beat to re, if you beat Baylor? To right? Beat you Baylor? Have to put everything you've got. In my 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 problem right here is is, is if I'm looking at the Big Twelve right now. Yes, Colin. I'm looking at possibly the three best teams all on one side of the bracket. I don't I don't disagree. Like I think Baylor can be number 1, I think Oklahoma State may be number 2 and I think West Virginia could be number 3. And that is just a brutal side of the bracket, yep. which is why both of my picks are going to be on the other side. Bingo. Because it's too tough. Like I we we mentioned Oklahoma State a while ago. I was on them against Baylor. They Baylor had that stupid dunk at the end, really pushed my bet. It was really disappointing. But Oklahoma State is a real deal, and I think they proved that again on the road against West Virginia. This is a team that everybody, all your stupid friends that don't know shit about college basketball, are going to bet on Oklahoma State because they have Cade, and they're actually going to be right because this team is actually very good, and Cade is very good. What do you think the spread's going to be, Colin, for that West Virginia-Oklahoma State game on Friday? What do you think it's going to be? Considering so, West Virginia was just minus nine and a half, right? Yeah, like without him. Outright. Now let's assume Cade's back. What do you think the spread's going to be? I mean, I still think it's going to be West Virginia, like minus two. Okay. Who would you take? I wouldn't touch that game. Okay, I would be all over the Mountaineers. I would be all over West Virginia. I, there you go. Thank I think that right. West Virginia is the. I think West Virginia is the second best team. In the I conference. agree with that. I really think that they are. They played the best. Like I said, they played the best against Baylor. They should have won at the end of that game. I was also on Baylor in that game, so I was pretty happy. But they OT cover, they OT cover. <laughs> but they really are all around the only team, in my opinion, in the Big Twelve who can match up against Baylor and take them to the end, which they've done twice this season. I think. So I, so I agree that I think West Virginia. 
I I think West Virginia is the second best team. I think Texas is probably the third best team. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not. I'm just. I'm not a big Shaka fan. I'm not Me a big neither. Texas fan. I love Texas. I think. I don't Texas, think Texas. Is I think Texas. Okay, you're wrong. You give uh, Texas, Texas a get chance. That out of your, get that out you, of your mind. You take. You give Texas another chance to go against Texas Tech in that in that bracket, and they're gonna win. So here's so. I, I, I agree, Colin. I, I don't. I'm not super sold on Sha- on Shaka Smart. Like I think he's overrated. But like this Texas team is really good. Yeah, they I mean they're very really tra- good players. They're, they're, that they're a big guy who looks like Jared Allen. Jericho Sims, baby. Yeah, yeah. He's better than Jared Allen. He's better than Jared. He's bigger and stronger. He's not better than Jared. He's not better than Jared. You're the top eight scoring player in fantasy this year. Yeah, Come is he on. really? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a that's, oh, that's a brutal take. Holy. Better in college than Jared. Okay, that's reasonable. But yeah, so is that I mean, what I said the first time? No, that's not what he said. Um, yeah, so I look at the Big Twelve, and I mean West Virginia is really good. Oklahoma State is really good. Even if they lose this game, I still think Oklahoma State is just so talented. Like this run they've been on has been just beating teams with their back against the wall. Like they're, it's not like they're getting a game where they're let down and Oklahoma State's able to win. Oklahoma State is winning tough games which I think really shows their character. West Virginia's great. Baylor's great. So I'm going to go on the opposite side of the bracket, and I'm going yes. to try to stay away. So my two picks. Are we going to have the same two picks? I think we're going to have the same two picks. I'm taking Oklahoma and Texas Tech. Bingo. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Why? Um, so, other, than, other than them being on the... So, uh, I so get to, I get, hold, hang on. Let me, let's, let's also talk about how, how important the value is here. Oh, the right? value is insane. So, so I mentioned at the beginning of the Big 12, it's Baylor and then this 16 mosh. And Texas Tech and Oklahoma are in this six-team mosh. And most of the teams in that in that pit, right, West Virginia, Texas, Oklahoma State, they're like Kansas. They're like between 5-1 to one and 8-1, to one, right? Right? Yeah. And Texas Tech is 15-1 to one and Oklahoma is 30-1. to one. Just because they have to beat Kansas State to get there? Like, what? I mean, I'm, Iowa State? Not even Kansas State. Iowa State? I'm looking at Go ahead. Yeah. Ken Palm right now, right? Yep. Oklahoma State is 36, Oklahoma is 37, and we're getting a 2,000-point difference in there. Oklahoma's plus 1,000, or Oklahoma State's plus 1,000, Oklahoma's plus 3,000. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like that, the, only, the only reason why is the I, that le- I can think about is that Oklahoma doesn't have the bye, so they have to play Iowa State in the first But game. I think that's good for them because they need to break this funk. This, this four-game funk, I don't want to see them on a bye and go into a tough game where they're gonna, the demons are gonna come back to haunt them. I want them to see them get a win against Iowa State, and then start to remember, oh, we're actually really good. We can play basketball. Like Ohio State kind of gets that opportunity as well, which is big for them. But I wouldn't want to see if I saw Oklahoma just going straight into a game against Texas, Texas Tech. That's a big problem. Thoughts on that, Barry? I have a quick question. Yes. Because Oklahoma has to play Iowa State first, yes, that means that to win the final, to win their conference tournament, they have to win four games in a row. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that that would have any bearing on why that why Oklahoma might be such a such a heavy underdog so in I this th- tournament? I do. I think that's the the main. Re- I think a. I think they are right now looked at as the worst of that pit. That's a. And b. They do have to win one more game. However, I think working in their favor. Is they do not have, they're not on the same side of the bracket as West Virginia, Oklahoma State, and Baylor. Yeah. Right. Um, every other team that is in that in their pod, they have played very well or beaten. Um, Oklahoma's beaten Kansas. Right. They beat Texas. 
Um, and they lost twice to Texas Tech, but both games were decided by a single possession. So I think those are really... I think 30-1 to 1 is, is a disrespectful fucking number. Yeah. That's all it is. It's and, just a bad number. And then I have one other question for Colin. You said that Oklahoma playing Iowa State would be great for them to get their bearings and come out as a good team, but Iowa State is arguably the biggest disappointment of the season in all of college basketball. The fact that, you know, Iowa State's typically not that bad of a college basketball They're team. They're normally pretty good. They're normally pretty good. And they are by far the worst team in the conference, in my opinion. And I think that Oklahoma coming out and even beating them, do you think that if they beat them by single digits, do you think that's going to give them confidence going into the next round? Or do you think that's going to be kind of a detriment? It's like, oh my God, we've lost on these so many times, and all of a sudden we to play the worst team in the conference, and we only beat it by single digits. I, I think, don't think that's going to be great for them mentally. I think winning cures your mindset. And I think when, you I think, are, I, I when, when you're losing four straight games and it's coming down to crunch time, you're just like, oh my God, how are we going to lose again? So I think when they have a team like Iowa State, which they can beat pretty handily and easily, that's going to be a good get right and be like, look, we're still good. We still have it. Because I think when you start to go on this losing streak, it, it gets to your head. Like it definitely affects you. And I think that is, uh, it's, it's been affecting them down the stretch against Texas the other day, against Oklahoma State. The second game, I mean, you're seeing it with Ohio State, too. It's, you need a game to kind of get right, and I think that's like that's an opportunity to do it. And my, my thinking here is pretty much if I can get Texas Tech or Oklahoma to the championship, I can hedge and I can make money. I agree, and I think that both of them have a very good chance. It, I think... I think there's that a Texas, chance Texas Tech game is going to be massive. It, it is, and I think that there's a, a real chance that both Oklahoma and Texas Tech are playing each other in the semifinals, mm-hmm. which will be a golden spot. Yes, for Colin. And I, I like I don't. If you ask me to to rank the possibilities of like all those scenarios, right? Kansas, Texas, Kansas, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, Texas, Oklahoma, Texas Tech. I think that like an Oklahoma, Texas Tech semifinal game is just as likely as a Kansas, Texas. Like it really wouldn't surprise me. I see them all in that same kind of. Kind of mosh. Uh, Beery, do you have any picks for this? Yeah, so I didn't get a chance, but obviously I'm taking Michigan at plus 175. I think that that is a great number for them. I think that they have the easiest path to the final, and I think that they're going to destroy everybody they play. It's <laughs> going to come out with a vengeance. Okay. Um, and in this, I am going to take West Virginia plus 700 and Texas plus 800. Okay. So I, I think Texas is really, really good. Um, I have a future on Texas. To win the national championship, um, and I think that they are. I think that they are. Um, and like, so I have. I have a lot of teams that I think are are, are live. I've got Kansas. I got Tennessee, Illinois, um, Alabama. Like, I think Texas is my favorite of all of them. I I just think that they are a really really good team. They're complete, great guards, super athletic, so hard to score against because they're so long. Like, I am a Texas stand, so I don't have any. The thing is, it's like, and this is why I'm on Texas Tech at 15 to one. I have Texas Tech and Texas rated almost equally. They're playing each other in the first game, and Texas Tech is twice the odds to win the Big 12 championship as Texas is. Yeah, that just makes no sense. It makes no sense. Like I'm not saying Texas shouldn't be eight to one or Texas Tech shouldn't be 15 to one, but whatever Texas is, Texas Tech pretty much should be also. That's all. I think that whoever wins that matchup is going to win that side of the bracket and have to face. It wouldn't surprise It's me. probably going to end up being Baylor, but I think that West Virginia is a shot, but I agree. I think that that's going to be the team that's going to be the in the The hope so here, I think, is that uh, whoever comes out of the West Virginia-Oklahoma State game can beat Baylor because then it's going to make hedging a lot easier. Mm-hmm. 
Beery, thank you for joining us. Thank tonight. you guys for having me. I really appreciate yeah. it. Mm -hmm. It was fun. I'm really happy that I was finally get on, finally able to get on here. And uh, you're like the good. first legit guest that oh, we've had. That's yeah. sick. I'm excited. Because you know the rest of the, the idiots. Yeah, yeah. Those, really those idiots like, just were yeah. roam, roaming around. Yeah, yeah. Barking, barking weird things. <laughs> I, wish, I wish you guys the best of luck with your picks. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for thank coming, Barry. All right. Um, let's move on, Kyle. What a lot we, to get to next? still. A lot, lot to get to. Uh, um, Pac-12? Let's do it. Pac-12, baby. Uh, this is Santu's area of expertise. Yeah, man. I'm they the call him the Pac-12 <laughs> handicapper. Do they call me that? No, but uh, they could. You know, it's funny. Um, some of my buddies from Rutgers also say, Justin, why do you know the Pac-12 so well? I'll tell you why. I am, I, I am a loser, and I have no life, so I watch a ton of Pac-12 basketball at 1130 at night. It's that simple. <laughs> It's, it's honestly that simple. So when, when Utah's playing Oregon State at 11 o'clock on Thursday night, when most people go to bed because they have to work on Friday, I'm, I'm in the office at 11 o'clock at night studying game film. That's what I'm doing. All right. Pac-12 is fascinating. Pac-12 is, is very interesting. I, I, I don't think anybody it's, – it's not getting much attention right now. And I'm kind of the belief that it's going to get it come tournament time because I – I really think there's some very good teams in I the Pac-12. It's different than in when we talk about the Pac-12 in college football. It's almost on the same level as the American. Like there's a lot of arguments to be made that the Pac-12 is not a better conference or barely a better conference than the American. In basketball, I mean the Pac-12 could be better than the ACC this year. There's a lot of good teams here. Yes, I don't disagree. I think, I think where the Pac-12 loses its it's, it's depth. Bingo. Yeah, and I think we're going to get into that. This is an extremely top-heavy conference. Um, like like a lot of mid-majors. Yeah. So in my opinion, USC and Oregon. I, no, I haven't talked conference tournament yet, but I think USC and Oregon have second weekend potential in the NCAA tournament. Oh, I agree. Uh, and honestly. It wouldn't surprise me if Colorado made it that far. Either. I honestly, I think UCLA is going to be a great upset pick if they get, if they get a twelve or eleven. I think if they're the eleven in the play, and I think that's a great eleven-six upset. I think UCLA sucks. Mm, <laughs> I don't. I'm not a UCLA. I think guy. they. I think they need the get right game though. So, this is basically where we are in this conference. USC, Colorado, Oregon, UCLA all have a bye. They're all the, the obvious favorites. Um, and I think USC is the best odds, followed by Oregon, um, followed by Colorado, followed by UCLA. Those teams all have the best odds. Those are the four favorites. There's one sleeper team that I want to look at before we get into who we really think is going to make some noise, and that's Stanford. Oh, I, I was going to say the same thing. Why, why do you think that? I mean, I just think... Of the teams that have long odds here, right, there's only one team that I actually think has a legitimately good team. Like, Stanford beat Alabama this year. Yes. That, that's, that's a, they've beaten UCLA, they've beaten Arizona, they, they beat Arizona twice, and that, that Alabama win just is kind of proof of concept. They've lost four in a row, and just the getting absolutely dogged by USC is pretty brutal. But I think they have a pretty favorable matchup. I, I really think Cal in the first round, I'm not really that sold on Colorado, and then you go to face USC, uh, a team that's good, but that's definitely beatable. Mm -hmm. 
especially after just getting destroyed by USC too. Like, if they can make it to the, if they can make it to the uh, championship, I can hedge on them and make a lot of money. Yeah, I so I agree. Here's the only problem: Oscar De Silva's injury is a huge question mark. He's their best player. He may end up being the Pac-12 Player of the Year. He's definitely a first-team All-Pac-12 caliber player. He's missed the last three games, um, and the last three games were all like blowout losses. Uh, yeah. Let me, let me get the exact shit for you. Uh, Oscar De Silva did not play against Oregon. He didn't play against Oregon State, and he didn't play against USC. All three were losses. Um, that's kind of an issue, right? They need Oscar De Silva. Having said that, if he plays and everything you've said is accurate, this is a team that had full strength, beat Alabama, um, took North Carolina down in the wire. They're really good defensively. They've got some really good shot makers, a great point guard in Dejon Davis, um, a lottery pick in Zaire Williams, a three-point sniper in Spencer Jones, a lockdown defender in Bryce Wills. Like This team has pieces. And if everything kind of comes together and clicks, I think that they are alive. I agree. So... I'm happy to make that play. I think that they can definitely beat Colorado as well, and, and then who knows what can happen. Um, I agree that Stanford is probably the best sleeper value on the board, but that's if and only if Oscar Silva plays. If he doesn't play, like I think they're, they're yeah. shot. So do you have any other picks? So I, I do. Um, I also do, but let's hear yours. Let's uh, hear. Sure. I want to so, see if we're on the same one. So it's got to be Oregon. Okay, yeah, we are. So Oregon's playing the best basketball of anybody in the conference. Um They've won, what, like nine of their last ten? Only lost was to USC. Uh, ducks fly together, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They so they are as talented as any team in the conference. Uh, they have as much talent, candidly, as any team really in the country. And they're starting to play really good basketball. And this is when Dan Altman turns yeah. things around. And they've been turning things around. This is not, not new. Like if We were on it... Right from the get-go. Yeah. Right? As soon as Oregon was back to full health, I was backing them pretty much every game. Um, right? If first yeah, full the, health, Arizona State, Arizona. The Bucks kind of caught up to them a little bit. And USC then, blew them out, and then you kind of got a little more value. But yep. I, the fact that you can get plus 310 on FanDuel right now. Yes. It's good as value. the third. They're the third team in the conference. Third third, third down bet. on the odds board, number one seed in the conference. Yes. And they're they're the best team in the conference. Like. That that's a that's a bad uh, that's a bad line. I, I'll take that any day of the week. Um, yeah, like I mean, if 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 Oregon gets past UCLA, like I think they're winning the the Pac-12 championship. Uh, there's not that much to it. It's just it's just not. You got to get it now though because you can see it's already at plus one seventy five elsewhere. I'm gonna place it like right yeah. now. Yeah, so my issue is I don't like betting on teams that are like... Like, I want value on my futures, um, which is why I'm, I'm hesitant, but Oregon is the one team that I'm ready because I really think that that they are... I just think there's value on them. I think they should be closer to, like, 2-1 to one to win it. Like, like the way... Like, the, like, I think Michigan should be to this conference what, like, Florida State is to the ACC, and they're not, in my opinion. If, if, well, not, Michigan, if not more... Yeah, or wait, maybe wait, Michigan. Wait. What Michigan should be to this conference? Sorry, is what excuse me, I, I misworded it. What Oregon is to oh, this conference? Okay, okay. Sorry, is what I think. You say, yeah, like, they should be the favorite. Even not like like, but a large favorite. Like I like. I mean, Florida State's not that large. You're Plus right. two sixty. I, I think it's more about the depth. Like, 
I think that I just think they should be favorites. I don't think yeah, they should be fine. behind UC, USC and Colorado. Yeah. Um, so we're both on Oregon plus three ten. Is there any love for any of these other other teams, Colin? Um, any of these like if I could get teams? UCLA on the other side, but no. Uh, so I, I'm taking Stamp, Stanford and uh, Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. Those what about are my two picks? No love for like Utah or uh, Washington State. No. Not particularly. <laughs> Me neither. I think the winner of this conference comes from the top four teams. I'm not even sure I want to even waste money on Stanford, like when it really comes down to it, just because I, I don't think that I, I honestly don't think that, that Oregon doesn't like. I think Oregon wins. I think either Oregon or USC or the Colorado only thing or is wins the only state. thing. Like the reason why I bet on Georgia Tech, yeah, is not because I think they can win. It's just that I think they can make it to the championship. And yeah. that's kind of my thinking with Stanford is if they get hot, they can make it to the championship. I don't think they'll win it, but I'll hedge and make money. There you go. Um, all right, moving on in the Pac-12. We don't really have much much else to talk about here. No. Right? Okay, SEC. Interesting conference. Very interesting. Um, a lot, a lot, there's a lot, third best there's conf- a lot of live teams. There are definitely a lot of live teams. Third best conference in the, uh, in the country, Kyle? Mm-hmm. Don't disagree with me because that's... Uh, it definitely is. You don't think so? Yeah, I mean, I guess it is. I guess it is. Big Ten and Big Twelve. Yeah, and then I think the SEC is the first of the next group that includes ACC, Pac twelve, ACC, Pac twelve, Big East. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, Alabama's a legit Final Four contender. You I may disagree. That's fine, but they're going to be a, a top two seed. Yeah, so yeah, yes, yeah, they are. Yeah. Okay. In theory, um, Tennessee was a top ten team for a lot of the season. Yeah. They were. Arkansas is playing incredible basketball right now. LSU has one of the best offenses in the country. Missouri's beaten all of these teams. Yeah. Florida's basically beaten all of these teams. I mean, it's yeah. a legit conference. It's a good. It's a good conference. I just don't see a lot of noise coming out of it. If, that, okay. if you know what I mean. Like. Like I think the Pac-12. Do you think I would? I would be. I wouldn't be surprised if, come Sweet Sixteen, more Pac-12 teams than SEC teams. Actually, maybe that might. How many? That might be wrong because there's, there's there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of. Uh, I think SEC teams. I think only six SEC teams make the NCAA tournament. Maybe seven, including Ole Miss, when all said and done. And I think four Pac-12. Teams yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be that surprised. I, I mean, I I would be surprised. <laughs> but I, I, I get I do get what you're saying. This is going to be a really because I think it's wide open. Well, this is this this is like one of the best. This, this is, is the, the most wide open in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which this is like you have to look at the like the heavy like in the Pac-12 it's too top heavy. Yeah. In the SEC, I'm looking at a lot of these teams that are like plus four thousand. Really. Like, who do you like, Colin? We'll get into no, it. Let's spill the damn beans. <laughs> what the hell is that? You like Ole Miss? You like Kentucky? Oh, my God. He likes Kentucky. Look at how his face is the color of his shirt. White? Red. Red, brother. Red. Jeez. Wow. All right, go ahead. Talk about nah, it. Let's, like let's, talk? Let's, let's, let's bring let's it in, it. and then we'll get to it. Okay. We got it. We gotta keep the. Uh... All right, so here's here's how I want to start. Um, you are suddenly an Alabama hater. I don't know if that is emotionally charged because of Tommy. 
But why do you not why do you not trust Alabama? And now please please go with your head and not your heart here. It totally is. <laughs> you hate this is crazy. Alright. This happened all college football season too. It's the same thing. I, I've always hated Alabama. Alabama won the national championship. Get your Alabama futures in right now. Get no, them in no, right no. now. Don't get your Alabama futures in. This is a team that lost to Stanford, Clemson, and Western Kentucky. Uh, they lost to Oklahoma out of conference. Early, okay, go ahead. That's fine. This ahead. team has beaten SEC teams, and really, they had this blowout win over LSU and Arkansas in back-to-back weeks which kind of made everybody fall in love with Alabama. Blowout wins, yeah. Yeah, those two blowout wins. And then besides that, there's just not been that much. Like, this is still a good team, but there just hasn't been... Like, you lose to Oklahoma, you lose on the road to Missouri, you get beat pretty handily on the road against Arkansas. They take care of business. They do what they're supposed to do. And that allows the blowout wins to like simmer in people's minds, but I just don't think I think they're a good team. Like I, this isn't a team I see going down in a two fifteen or a two seven matchup. If they play the three seed though, like this isn't I, I'm I don't love this Alabama team, and they're a Sweet Sixteen team. I don't know if I sure they're a lead eight team. Like it's very possible. I don't think they're a Final Four team. Nate Oates is a great coach. I've always liked Nate Oates, especially after he gave me that great uh, Arizona pick over Buffalo over Buffalo Arizona. Arizona, one of my best uh, handicaps ever. Uh, it's just I, I, I'm not I'm not that sold on them. Tennessee, I don't think is great. LSU, I think is very talented. Not that focused all the time. You mentioned this. You the LSU I'm whisperer the LSU himself. Whisper. LSU covered on Saturday. Arkansas is a good team, but they don't strike me as anything more than a good team. If you know what I like, do you know what I mean by I that? I do. I don't think I think Arkansas is a paper tiger. Yeah. Um, Missouri is a talented team, but I don't think they're a well coached team. Florida's kind of similar boat with the talent, not the best coaching. Tennessee has pretty solid talent, but Tennessee has just not been that impressive all year. Tennessee can't score. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it's like, it, it leaves the conference so open. Because there's so, like, Ole Miss is good. Mississippi State is pretty good. Georgia has had some solid games. Like, this is this is wide open. Who do you like? So my, my future is on Kentucky. And the, 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 the disapproving look I'm getting right now. Disapproving look, I don't hate it. You, <laughs> I can get you Kentucky at 30 to 1. Yeah, I know. You like that? Yes, I like. Why that. do you like Kentucky thirty to one? Because right. I, I think Ole Miss at forty to one is a better bet than Kentucky at thirty to one. Go ahead, go ahead. All right, go ahead. Let's hear it. This is pretty much my thinking. Yeah, I'm looking at the sides of the bracket here. This is this is my big been my big thing in these conference some tournaments. More Alabama hating from you? Yes. Um, so I'm looking at the sides of the bracket here. Yeah, and. I th- they've got Mississippi State in the first game. That's going to be tough. Mississippi State's been pretty tough all year, but it's a very winnable game. Like that's not that shouldn't put too much pressure on them. If they lose that game, yeah, I mean Kentucky had an awful year, 
whatever. I lost my 10 bucks. So what? Uh, they beat that game. They win that game. You got to go face Alabama. I told you what I think about Alabama. I think they're a very good team. I think Kentucky has a lot of talent. I think they're going to be desperate. I think Coach Cal is still a very good coach. I think that's a winnable game. Your next game after that is Tennessee or Florida. Neither of those teams, I think, are very good. I don't buy either of those teams. I think pretty much if you get by Alabama, you are into the championship game. At what point I can hedge. And that way you avoid Ole Miss, you avoid LSU, you avoid Arkansas, and you avoid Missouri. The only tough game they're going to really... So if I look at the SEC and I rank them, right, and I and I just go top to bottom... Yeah, I'm curious, but I was going to ask you this. Go ahead. Okay. Um, Alabama's going to be number one. Okay. I'm going to put LSU at three. Give me your power rating. Get- all, right, all, right, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so... so if I'm power rating top six, top seven right now. Top seven. Okay, so Alabama's going to go number one. Okay. I think LSU is going to go two. Wow. I think I'm going to put Arkansas at three. I'm going to put Missouri at four. Okay. I'm going to put Ole Miss at five. I'm going to put Florida at six and Tennessee at seven. And then I'm going to have Kentucky at eight. Okay, I have Tennessee at number two. Okay, so that's why you're not going to like this bet. That's so that that is exactly so. And yes, yes. In short, yes. I think the the side of the bracket that you were mentioning is easier. I think is harder. Yeah. So that's the that's the disagreement. That is the disagreement. Also, I don't think Kentucky's going to win the SEC championship. I mean, I'm not saying they will. I just think at those odds, if they can get past Alabama, all I, I can hedge in the championship. I mean, they had they did sweep ten. They they didn't they did kick the shit out of Tennessee in the second game. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so who do you like here? I also have another play, but Go let's ahead. hear your let's hear let's hear your first. So one. I like Missouri. I can get him at eighteen to one on William Hill. Um, I don't know why Odds Checker is not showing William Hill, but I I guarantee you that's uh, that's there. I just checked just to make sure. Um, Missouri's good, man. They're getting disrespected. I also have a seventy-five to one ticket on Missouri to win the. Yeah, NCAA. I know you do. You've been hyping that up. Missouri's not that good. Missouri's just not that good. It's just, it's just a fact of life. Okay. You know, death taxes and Missouri being average. Wow. Um, all right, Colin. Uh, here's why I like Missouri. Um, basically, everything Colin said about that side of the bracket, I believe uh, about the other side of the bracket. Um, I think Alabama and Tennessee are both better than Arkansas and LSU. So that is where we are in complete disagreement. Um, I really like Missouri. I love their talent. I love their experience. I love the fact that they are deep offensively. I love that they defend. They are they are a bunch of junkyard dogs. Like they're they're tough. They're battle tested. Um, and this is a Missouri team that has basically beaten every has handled every test um, this season. Uh, let me get exactly who they've beaten because they've beaten a lot of teams. This is a Missouri team that beat Oregon. Full strength Oregon, early in the season. They won at Florida. They won at Tennessee. They won at Arkansas. They've beaten Alabama, and they've beaten Illinois. This is a Missouri team that has beaten a lot of good teams. I think they're legit. And now I'm getting them at 18-1 to 1 to run through this bracket, which includes, um, in their first couple games, it'll be Georgia, who I think that they're obviously better than. They should beat Georgia. Arkansas, who they, won, who they beat on the road and lost to at home in overtime. I think they are... More than capable of beating Arkansas. And then LSU, who I don't think defends at a high enough level. 
Um, even though they just beat Missouri, but like I like Missouri in a bounce back. That was a close game. Went down the stretch. I think Missouri at eighteen to one is the best value on the board. Like I think they have just as easy a route, and they're just as good as Florida, who is closer like six to one. Right? You see that? Yeah. Like Florida six to one. Missouri just won at Florida. How how does Missouri? How does Florida have better odds than Missouri? Like, can you explain? Like, I don't think that's it's the side of the bracket. I don't think it is, but I, I don't. Yeah, think, I mean, I agree. I think it's a name brand thing. I think Mizzou at anything better than like fifteen to one or twelve to one is like a really good value play. So I am on. Uh, I'm on the Tigers. That's my one pick in the SEC, and I I actually feel really good about that one. What else do you have, Con, in this conference? So I've been kind of bouncing back and forth. Because there's two teams I'm looking at here. As the LSU whisperer, I want to hear your uh, re- hear your take on LSU. It's kind of a game-by-game thing with LSU. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, so what I'm looking at, they're the seventh seed, right? In, so I'll tell you right, Palm, right I'll now. I'll tell you right now, in the NCAA tournament, I'm going to take LSU to win their first game. And lose and the second. second. Yeah. So, but they're the seventh seed. And Doesn't matter who they're going to play. Yeah. So, I mean... You'd ideally want to get out of that spot, right? You you like want you to play your way to a six seed. Yeah. You think I, I'm I'm telling you right now, those guys are not. Yeah. About they're not. Are they I'll, thinking about winning the SEC championship though? I think they're thinking about how many. Shots. I think I think I think LSU. You know what I think? I think LSU is going to lose to Ole Miss. Yeah. See, that's the that's the thing is. So I would not touch LSU. That's that's the thing I'm thinking here is I either want to take LSU or Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is a. Much better value play. I may have just talked myself into Ole Miss. All right. Well, um, I guess I if, I, if I'm if I'm fifty fifty on the game and one is plus seven hundred and the other is plus four thousand, I should probably go with the plus four thousand. Yeah. The problem, the only issue I have with Ole Miss is like, I think if everything clicks for South Carolina, they can beat. Ole yeah. Miss. South Carolina's garbage. They're not garbage. Yeah, they are. Colin, they are not garbage. Just because they just because you power rated them high in the beginning of the year. And they completely fell apart. Does not mean they are not garbage. This South Carolina team has been absolutely garbage. They're not garbage. Did you see the ninety-two to sixty-four against Kentucky? I mean, that is SEC champion Kentucky. But um, South Carolina is not garbage. They've got plenty of talent. It's not. I, I've downgraded them plenty. I don't feel any. I don't. I'm not a homer to them at all by any stretch. But. We're talking about a team that nearly beat Alabama. They won on the road at Florida. A lot they've, of teams nearly beat Alabama. So they've got, they've, they've blown out Georgia twice. Like South Carolina has the talent, and all they need is a hot shooting night. I'm, I'm not telling, saying they're good. I'm not saying they're going to win. I just, if you look at their roster, you know their head coach is a is a hell of a head coach, and has, has won in March before, right? Yeah. They have talent on their roster. I wouldn't sleep on South Carolina. I'm not betting them to win this conference tournament. I just. I think they can have a win one for the Gipper type game against Ole Miss. That's what scares me away from Ole Miss. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not scared of that, so give me Ole Miss. Okay. You can have Ole Miss. Plus 4,000. I don't hate it. I may take Ole Miss as well. Um, Ole Miss can't lose to South Carolina either for their NCAA tournament hopes. Nah. Like, that's a must win for them. Um, if Ole Miss does beat South Carolina, I love them against LSU. I'll tell you right now, I lo- that is a bet I will be making. Um I just love them against LSU. I think they match up great. All right, uh, SEC recap. I'm on Mizzou plus eighteen hundred, and just because I don't want you to get in the upper hand there, I'm going to be on Ole Miss plus four thousand. Well, you motherfucker. I mean, why not? It's plus four thousand. It's, it's a dollar bomb. Um, and Colin, you've got Kentucky plus three thousand. How much are you going to be putting on these 4, on these bets? Uh, it depends on. It's all. It's going to be all to win a certain amount. 
So I have to decide what that amount really is going to be. Um, and then, like, so every single bet will be to win the same amount. Really? I'm, not, I'm probably not going to be on Oregon or Stanford when, all, when, when everything's said and done. Because I just don't think the value is good enough. And I don't want to lay that kind of wood on Oregon just to see them, like, lose in the first round. So, like, for example, if I bet everything to win $100, then it's $2.50 on Ole Miss. It's, like, $5, five twenty. Yeah, I'm probably just going to do a half unit on everything. See, I don't like doing that. Why? Well, because I, I just I, – I prefer to bet everything to win the same amount than to bet – like, risk the same amount on everything. Because, like, for example, you put $5 – well, I'll probably put more on like like Oregon. I've got like like I on on Michigan. I'll be a full unit for sure. Okay, that's fine, but that's so because it's a low. That's fair. I don't want to. I don't want to have that like for to win a hundred dollars on Oregon, right? Yeah, you got to bet a lot. You've got to bet close to like thirty. Bucks. But I, I I I think you leave value on the table by doing that because you're gonna only chase the bets that you can play for the least, and I think. My, at least my, my thinking has changed in regards to futures after I've gotten, like... Because every year in college football, there's always teams that I look at and I go, this... Their win total is way too low. Minnesota, when they went undefeated, or I guess had 10 wins, they were six... Their, their win total was six going into that year. I told you about it beforehand. They were going to be good. They returned literally everybody. And they went and won 10 games. And I looked at that and I was like... I didn't bet it because like it's gonna be so far out like and the the odds are like even why would I do that? I changed my thinking this year. Utah, the Jazz was fifty six percent win percentage. They're now first in the NBA. That was a very easy bet. So my thinking now is like yes, there's like the time value of money, right? Your money's blocked away for a longer period of time, which I guess makes it less attractive. But if I'm winning money on it, I should be betting it because I'm just leaving money that I could be winning. I, I get it. I don't Especially disagree. in these, because, like, this is, this is I'm going to realize quickly. Like, my Utah bet, I'm going to have to wait till June to realize. Yeah, so, that's fair. Um, I think we're looking at this in a different context. You're looking at this to win money. I mean, obviously, I'm looking at it to win money also, but I'm looking at these as more of, like, full entertainment bets. Like, here, I've got one unit. This is my whole unit. I'm going to... Every single future bet is going to be crammed into that one unit, and that's a one unit of entertainment, and hopefully one of them cashes. That's my. That's the way I'm. Yeah, looking. yeah. I mean, I mean, that's it's why not... I'm not on a Michigan plus one. That's why I only give it Oregon plus three ten. I'm not going to bet that. I know I'm not going to bet that. I just looked. I I actually logged into Fanduel to bet it, and I was like, no, I'm not going to bet this. However, I have bet Mizzou at eighteen to one. Um, I love Clemson at twenty five to one. Like those are like because I'm trying to mix. Big number with like plausibility. Yeah, I mean, I, think I, you're I, right. know, I know I, what you're I, saying, but I like if I can make money, I'd like to I, make money. I agree, and I so I was actually going to say this to you off the air and whatever, so I'll just say it now. I'm looking at these. I think you have a much better chance to to end up winning this thing and, and make more money because I think Michigan is way more likely to win the Big Ten tournament than Wisconsin, just because Wisconsin is twenty to one and Michigan is. 17 to 1. I mean, you only months. have to hit one of those, but like I the do. thing, yeah. But I, so that's, that's all I'm, I'm saying. Um, I think, I think both philosophies are fine. I have no interest in betting full units on any of these, half units on any of these. I'm just going to, because I know I'm going to bet a ton of games anyway. Yeah. So these are all just for fun for me. Um, having said that, do I think the best value bet on the board is 
Missouri 18-1? No, I actually think it's probably Oregon plus 310. I think Michigan is totally alive. I think Florida State is going to win the ACC tournament, right? And if you think that and you have no problem just betting it, then you should bet it. Just not my style. But I, all the power to you, Colin. I have no issue with it. Um, so, yes, these are all going to be very small bets for me in terms in percentage of my units. Uh, anything else on the SEC? I think we're ready to move on. Okay, um, let's go to the American, and then we'll finish in the Big East. Uh, As all things should. Um, let's let's roll let's roll through this pretty quickly. <laughs> Do you have anything in this conference? So let me pull up this odds thing because before this, I was thinking I should have a pick in every conference. We're giving this out. I want to make some people some money. I would like to make myself some money. Yep. Um, so let me get this up real quick, and then I will. Because so, there's a couple I'm looking at. So here's here's the, basically the lowdown on the American. Houston's great. Um, they are a legit Final Four contender. Uh, they defend at a high level. They rebound. They've got good guards. Really well coached. Um, they are not the number one seed. Wichita State is. Because of the way all the schedules shook out. And Wichita State actually beat Houston um, at Wichita State during the season. Um Wichita's still 100% on the bubble. I would say they are like right on the cut line. I currently have them as one of the last four teams in, so they've got a lot to play for. Um, after Wichita State, like Memphis is a, a pretty good team in the in the conference. The they've American? been playing. I think it's the first one. Like I think it's oh, already okay, played. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Memphis is, in my opinion, the second most talented team in the conference after Houston. Um, and they almost beat, they, they just came very close to beating Houston. Houston needed a crazy buzzer beater to win that game outright at Houston. SMU's talented offensively, and then you've got a bunch of these long shot teams that really have been rocky all season long. Um, Tulsa's been up and down. Uh, Cincinnati's been up and down. UCF's been up and down. USF's terrible. Um, Temple's bad. East Carolina and Tulane are pretty awful also. So, like, those teams have no shot. The way I see it is... I think a team like Memphis or SMU or Wichita could get hot, um, but I don't see how Houston doesn't win this conference. What do you think? So, this is how I actually think there's. I actually I let, me, think, let me give you a, let me give you a weird take. I want to hear your thoughts on okay. this before you even get get into it. I think Houston at minus one twenty five has value is arguably the best value that we've even talked about. So then you should play. Well, I, I I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to play it, but. I mean, if you you're getting if you think this should be minus three hundred, right? Yes, I know what you're saying. Then, then don't then disagree. you can make money. Like, why would you not want to make money? It's just not you like style. making money. I, I not your your style should be making money. My style is betting every goddamn game on the spread. Yes, and taking and trying to and, find and huge value. Yes, but if you can but if you can make money, why would you not do that? Right. I just think I think Houston minus one twenty five is a good value. Okay. Um. Yeah, I yeah. Go ahead. I've got two picks here. Okay, I did. I kind of did the math here. Um, I'm taking Wichita State. Okay. At a, I guess like, I can get you three to one. Yeah, I see plus three hundred. Uh, I can get you three. I can. I, uh, are these real? I I don't even know these. Yeah, no, no. We'll we'll go I, we'll rock with the first. Yeah, five or six I don't really think we should include those because yeah. I'm not gonna be able to get on those anyway. So I'm, I can get you. Three I'm gonna one. get three to one. And then I'm going to take Memphis at plus 550. Okay. Um, my thinking here, right, is I think Wichita State has a pretty easy path to the uh, to the finals. I don't think Cincinnati's great. SMU's solid, but not great. Temple, USF. 
not very good. Um, I really think that's a that's a pretty favorable draw for Wichita State. And then I look at the other side, and I see Memphis. Memphis is not in the in the field right now. They're uh, they kind of are in like they they've got to win to they be, have to win the conference. Yeah, to make the tournament, they've got the number. Let me pull it up. Is that correct? What? They're adjusted. Yeah, so they've they, 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 they've got the a number two adjusted defense yes. and the number hundred and fifty three adjusted offense. They just lost on the buzzer beater to Houston. I think this team is very good. They certainly are super talented, and they've they've got They're a lot of well talent. Coached. And no, I mean Penny Hardaway is a recruiter, not a yeah. coach. Yep. Um, but they've kind of they they were playing against bad teams, but they kind of got themselves together, and then they had that just heartbreaking loss to Houston, but I think that showed them that they can compete with Houston. Mm-hmm. Houston's good, I mean, but they've lost to Tulsa, they lost to Eastern Carolina, they lost to Wichita State, and they, Memphis took them to the wire. And so I'm getting plus 550, and I'm getting plus 300. So if I like, if I do those together, right, I'm getting like an average of a 425 bet to beat Houston. On the two teams that I think are capable of doing it, so like if either one of these hits, I see what you're saying. I'm gonna I'm gonna make money, and I think there's a decent chance that one of these teams will win it. So I'm like, pretty much my bet here is I'm taking the field. Yes, I see what you're saying. But I'm limiting it because I don't think, like I think these are the only two real threats in the field. That's fair. I don't disagree with that. Um, I think SMU at their ceiling can be a, a legit threat also. But they've got some COVID issues, so I'm not certain. I'm going to go Houston minus 125. I think they are so head and shoulders better than everybody else in this conference. So, and I, I think that getting them so close to like pick them value is uh, is actually wild. Like I think I think Houston at minus 125 is so much better than like Baylor at minus 134. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just, doesn't like, like I mean like it, I disagree with it, but. I mean that. Well, I wouldn't make these two bets if I yeah. didn't dis- if I didn't disagree with it. What are you looking like? No, that that's for? true. But if you think that, you should bet because you're you're making like if you have the edge here, you should bet it because it's a profitable I'm gonna give it play. As a, I'm going to give it as a play. Um, I will consider. I will consider wagering it. I don't. It's not really my style of futures though. It's not my thing. All right, into the Big East. Final conference at a Megapod. Uh, this is an interesting, interesting conference. A um, lot of things going on here in the Big East. You've got a surging UConn. You've got a flailing Seton Hall. You've got Villanova, best team in the conference, likely without their starting backcourt. Right? We already know that Colin Gillespie, Colin Gillespie, whatever his name is, he's out. He's out for the season, torn MCL. Justin Moore hurt himself against Providence. Missed the rest of that game. Doubtful for the Big East tournament. You've got Creighton. With Coach McDermott just n- newly reinstated, uh, weirdly think that that may be a help for them. But yeah, we'll I mean, he's there. a good coach. He so is a good yeah, coach. It, 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 <laughs> it, 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 it is a help. But did you see what Marcus Zagorowski said post game? No. So he was suspended for the last game. Creighton won by like twenty. They blew out. Um, I, I forget. They blew out a, a bad team in the Big East. Um, Butler, I think they blew up Butler. After the game, he was asked, you know, how did how did Coach McDermott's comments affect you guys and affect the team? And he said, look, 
Obviously no place for that. But Coach McDermott's not a racist. He loves us. I love him. He's a father figure on all of us. Like, we stand by him. Like, he made, he made a mistake. He's, 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 he's getting disciplined. Like, we get it. But, like, he's our guy and we love him. That was really telling to me. Yeah. I like Creighton. Um, I think Creighton now is the best team in the Big East. With Where is Seton? Oh, they don't show Seton Hall's yeah, ass. Seton Hall. Unfortunately, I would, I would love to take a flyer on Seton Hall. Um, do you want me to see, see what Seton Hall's odds are? I am I am curious. Let me give you let me do a quick quick look. Um but in my opinion Creighton's now the best team in the Big East. After like Villanova having two starters out, I think Creighton's the best team in the conference. I don't think it's really that close. I think they're What is this plus four seventy you can get on Xavier on DraftKings and then on Bet MGM you can get plus fourteen hundred. FanDuel's the same thing as the Big Ten. So FanDuel is the same thing with the Big Ten and the Big East because of Rutgers and that's what I'm realizing. So for whatever reason, FanDuel's not pricing the Big Ten and the Big East. Oh. That's what it is. Interesting. I think. That's my guess. No, but do you see this? Like, uh, for Xavier. Look at Xavier's. Hang on. Let four me, plus four seventies, and then one plus 1,400. Can you arbitrage that? That's weird. I don't... I think FanDuel's, like, weird. Like, doesn't that make any sense? That doesn't make any sense. How can you be plus fourteen hundred on a book and plus four seventy on a different book? Well, we've seen it. I mean, this isn't new. <laughs> That's such a discrepancy. Yeah, well, then you, that's a thousand point discrepancy. Yeah, well, fine. Then, then bet then bet Xavier or bet MGM. You know, uh, <laughs> but that, that's where I think it should be. I agree. I, I I don't think Xavier has much of a chance. All right, let me see if I can find this uh, college basketball futures. Um, crap. The one that I would do is Marquette. You're getting a uh, plus four thousand or three thousand five hundred extra value on DraftKings versus BetMGM, and I think it's going to move to the BetMGM line, right? Um, that seems to be the sharper line. Maybe I got I I have to, I'm I'm a little distracted right now trying to find the seat. Okay. Seton Hall is 12 to 1. Okay, there you go. Seton Hall is 12 to 1. Okay. Boom. Uh, anyway, like I was saying, I think Creighton's now the best team in this conference. Do you agree or disagree? No, I disagree. Okay. I Let's think see. the best team in this conference is now correctly favored. Um, it's UConn. UConn is the best team in this conference. UConn has been playing insanely good basketball recently. Um, since Booknight's been back, I believe they're 8-2 and two with Booknight in the lineup. Uh, one of those losses was on the road to Villanova, pretty close game, and since that game, they have just turned up the heat. Georgetown blew them out. They blew up Marquette. They beat Seton Hall handily on the road, and like none of these like Marquette's been playing well. Georgetown's been playing pretty solid, and Seton Hall is a bubble team that was desperate for a win. So it wasn't like they're beating up on Butler and DePaul. They're beating up on good teams, and I mean, I took a fly on them to win the NCAA tournament. I bet them on Saturday to win the Big East at plus 350. Uh, I'll give it out at plus 210. That's going to be my only play in the Big East because I just, I think they're going to win. I think UConn is an insanely good team. Wow. Um, So we disagree. Um, um, What number did did we get you at, Colin? Uh, It's plus 210 now. Plus 210. 
I have plus 350. Congratulations. Yes. Uh, I don't see it with UConn. Um, I think they're a little bit more offensively challenged than you think, even with Booknight back. Uh, but I love Danny Hurley. I think he's a hell of a coach. UConn defends at a high level. They're long. They're deep. Like, I can see it. It's not like it's not far-fetched. I just don't think they should be pressed as a favorite. Like, I don't think there's value on that. Um, where I am going to go with my money is St. John's. Team that beat Are you UConn. taking Creighton? Did you take a flyer? No, no, no. Not Creighton. 250 is not good enough either. Uh, I think the biggest tournament with Villanova out, with Villanova having their injury issues, is wide-ass open. Like, yeah, wide-ass just... open. And so now St. John's at 20-1, to 1, which I this is one of my favorite plays, actually. Um, I, I have it at 60-1. to 1. Boom. Uh, <laughs> uh, St. John's at 20-1 to 1 is a great value. They're the four seed. They have to play Seton Hall, who they just destroyed. Um, they're in the same region as Villanova, right? So they avoid UConn and Creighton, who are the two top teams. I think St. John's has a gorgeous route to get to the Big East Championship. They've already beaten Villanova. They've beaten Seton Hall twice. They've already beaten UConn. Like, this is a St. John's team that's super legit. And the way that they defend, their helter-skelter, high-pressure defense, that's hard to prepare for on a day-to-day basis. I think St. John's is totally live to win this thing. And at 20-1, to I think it's a ridiculous number. Like, all they have to do is beat Seton Hall and then beat a Villanova team without their starting backcourt. Do you know how hard that is? So let me just, let's just make a point, right? Yeah. Villanova's two best ball handlers are out against a full-court pressure. Yeah, like, it's tough. Then St. John's would get to the final, and they're playing at the Garden. They've been This is their home court that they haven't been allowed to play at all season long because of COVID. Yeah. I love St. John's at 20-1. to 1. I, think that's a, I think that is an absurdly bad number. That may be my favorite like number of, of all of them. I think that is so mispriced. They should, if Seton Hall's 12-1, to 1, St. John's should be 12-1. to 1. I actually have just came up with another bet I'm going to add. Yeah. Uh, you want Marquette? I want Marquette plus yeah. plus six thousand. Uh, they've won four four out of I'm, the last I'm five. I'm Marquette. Uh, they have just been their one loss was to a UConn team, which I think is the best team in the Big East. They beat North Carolina on the road. We mentioned North Carolina is pretty good. They beat Xavier at home in a must-win game. I mean, the books priced it perfectly. It, it, they covered, and everybody's like, "How can this be?" Uh, they're Not playing us. good. We, they're, we knew that we yeah. knew about the stink. Yeah, they, they're playing. Had, they're, the they're, they've been playing good basketball. They're thirteen and thirteen. But you look at some of their wins, yep. and you just like Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Creighton, yep. St. John's. They, they were tied with Oklahoma State with, yes. uh, with with not a lot of time left either. They lose by three to Xavier. Then they beat Xavier. They beat North Carolina. Um, there's St. John's loss is tight. Like most of these losses, Creighton loss is tight. Villanova they got blown out by, but uh, like you're right, Colin. This is a this is a better team and plus six thousand. I'm gonna actually bet this right now because it's definitely going to that plus two thousand five hundred. Bet MGM is just ahead of the curve. Yeah, I agree. Uh, if you like Marquette is a team that I have rated just as highly as like Providence and St. John's. Um, actually, like they're they're plenty talented. They've got great guards, DJ Carden, and I mean, McEwen, like you, Georgetown. George, like honestly, I think the Georgetown game may be uh, more difficult than the Villanova game. I could see them getting the ball rolling, and the Big East is interesting, right? We've seen, we've seen teams co- go from that eight nine game and make it to the semifinals or the finals. Yes, I mean, if they can make it to the finals, like, yep. that just gives me uh, more of a reason to throw even more of my money on UConn. Uh, so I am in agreement with you. 
I think I think there is no doubt in my mind that the best values in this conference are on the top side of the bracket with Marquette and St. John's. Um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious when the two best teams are on the bottom. Yeah, it really is. And I think we've done a really good job now to put kind of a, a bow on this entire pod. We've done a really good job of targeting teams that have, in our minds, better paths. Yeah, and outside path. Yeah. And I think that's a really important thing to overlook that people overlook, right? When you look at the futures, you're like, oh, I think this team has good value. I think this team has good value. You gotta look at the bracket. Yeah, you, you need to have the bracket in front of you. And if you look at the bracket, you can see um, why there is value for both of us on Oklahoma and Texas Tech. Because they won't have to face Baylor till the championship game. Um, why we are targeting Georgia Tech and Clemson because they want to play Florida State. Right? I can't wait for these to start now. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. None of my futures will be live tomorrow, but... Wednesday is when everything really gets rolling. Um, quick summary. Notre Dame will be live, so hopefully they win the... Uh... Quick summary. Uh, oh, oh, there's also one more I have that I played... At the, I shouldn't even give it out because it doesn't really matter, but I played Colorado State at 16-1 to at the beginning of the regular season. They're like 4-1 to now. There's some loose change in my, in my DraftKings account on that a long time ago. <laughs> All right, let me get this Marquette bet in. How is Mark? Like this is this is not a good number on Marquette. No, it's gonna move. It's gonna if it already moved on BetMGM, it's just gonna. All right, I'm in. So here's what I actually have. I'm just gonna before we even get into our our plays, I'm just gonna give out everything that I have so far. I have. Sorry, hang on. All right, I've got Clemson, twenty-five, St. John's, twenty. Missouri, 18. Texas Tech, 15. Wisconsin, 18. Oklahoma, 30. Marquette, 60. That's what I've got. All right. Summary on the pod. ACC. Colin, you've got Georgia Tech, 13 to 1. Florida State, plus 260. I've got Clemson, 25 to 1. And Georgia Tech, 13 to 1. Add that in. I mean, I have the bet anyway. Okay. Big 10. We were joined by our good friend, Jake Sabiri. Lord Beery likes his Wolverines, Michigan plus 175. Colin also likes Michigan plus 175. I think the best value play is Wisconsin plus 2,000. However, I want Rutgers to go out and win the damn thing. Um, I like Wisconsin's draw. Big 12, we are both targeting the same area. Oklahoma 30 to 1, Texas Tech 15 to 1. Both teams will avoid Baylor until the championship game. I think they're both in that kind of pot with Kansas and Oklahoma State and, and, and West Virginia. And Texas is like this, this next tier below Baylor. And those are the best values on the board. So I like Oklahoma and Texas Tech. You do too, Colin. And Beery joined us as well for the Big 12. He likes West Virginia and Texas. Um, West Virginia plus 700, Texas plus 800. Into the Pac-12, again, same thought process. Oregon should be the favorite, not the favorite, plus 310. Stanford, if everything clicks, they can make a run because we kind of like their draw, 16-1. to SEC, this is where we differ. Um, Colin, only torn, only conference that he's really targeting the long shots because he thinks the SEC is wide open. Don't necessarily disagree. He's an Alabama hater and he doesn't believe in Tennessee, so he's going with Kentucky at thirty to one in that top half of the bracket. I like Missouri eighteen to one at the bottom half of the bracket. And we're both taking a flyer on Ole Miss forty to one. They're the only true bubble team really in the SEC, and I think South Carolina, LSU. Like that sets up for them to maybe make make a run. Um, so I, I like Ole Miss forty to one as well. American Athletic Conference, totally different mindset. Colin fading Houston. I'm backing Houston. I've got Houston minus one twenty five, only favorite that I'm really targeting. 
Collins got Wichita plus 300, Memphis plus 550, basically taking the field minus, you know, the rest of the shit teams in that conference uh, over Houston. I like Houston. In the Big East, we love Marquette, 60-1. to 1. Numbers wrong. Yeah, it's going to move. Um, they're playing just as well as a lot of these teams in the Big East. They're playing just as well as St. John's, Xavier. Yeah, yeah they, they, I mean, they're the only Seton teams Hall, that are Providence, yeah. better than them are UConn and Creighton. Yeah, That's right. literally the only teams, and they're on the opposite side of the barricade. They make it to the championship. It's an easy hedge, and it's an easy money. So we're on, we're on the top, top of the bracket uh, with Marquette, 60-1. to 1. Um, They're just they're playing too well, and they can make that run. I like St. John's 20 to 1. I like them playing at the Garden for the first time really all season. Um, I love the way that their defense and style could set up on a day-to-day basis in the in the tournament. Um, and I just think the number is a little wrong for them. And they're they're playing, they're on the bubble, they're playing for an NCAA tournament spot. And Colin, uh, you love UConn. You've become a UConn nut recently. You're on you've got a UConn future to win the national championship as well. Um, and I, I will say, I've been listening to a lot of stuff recently, last week or so. UConn, as a legit team to make a run to the Final Four, is gaining a lot of steam, and you beat the steam. So you have UConn 60-1 to to win the whole damn thing. Um, you beat the steam a little bit on the Big East tournament, plus 350. Well, I had to bet it Saturday, because I was thinking about it, and I was like, ah, like, are they really going to, like... I, I, I wasn't really thinking, like, they're going to win the Big East tournament. I was more thinking, like, they'll just kind of, like, they don't need to win it. And then the crane stuff happened, Colin went down, and I was like, all right, like... It's just too open for them. It's like they don't even have to put too much effort into it. So you've got UConn plus 210. All right, conference tournament Megapod. That's a wrap. Still trying to figure out what we're going to do about game picks this week. Um, So stay tuned. Follow our Twitter for updates on that. And then obviously next week we're going to be going wild uh, when when it comes to the NCAA tournament, how we're going to break everything down. Probably going to be like a full NCAA tournament preview on one day. Um... We'll do. We may we may be doing day by day previews. I mean that may just be the way we're gonna go about it. Um, but stay tuned. Follow Twitter for that. Colin, any final thoughts? Can't wait. Yeah, best time of the year, baby. Thanks for joining us on the Hook and Ladder. We'll talk to you next time. See ya. Awesome. When is the first game? Hi. Yeah.